Hey everybody, it's Diana here. I've got a very special show for you today. I have a couple of friends with me who have been very kind and very wonderful to our podcast over the last year in terms of supporting us, in terms of giving us advice, giving us a home to answer questions, uh, loaning us their tremendous creativity, uh, and I'm thrilled to have them with us. So starting in no particular order, they are... Hi, uh, my name is Lucas. I am the DM of The Ballad of the Seven Dice, a 5e D&D podcast. And today I will be playing the Minotaur Ranger Big Game Hunter, Globius Trotus! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm Cassie. I'm the game mistress for the Lovely Craftians. We usually play Call of Cthulhu, and I'm usually not a player, so I'm excited to actually get to play something. Uh, it's exciting. Um, today, I'm going to be playing a monk named Gavin, and he wields a sock full of rocks as a weapon. And you guys thought I was kidding about that, but I'm not. I actually thought you were serious. So, okay, good. That's good. <laughs> I've been super excited about this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm player on and editor of Modified Rule, another 5e D&D podcast. When Diana was mentioning the creative works that were lent to her, I was also the author of the Dead Wizards Tower that she ran very kindly through her campaign and very well. I really enjoyed listening to it. Uh, I'll be playing a ghost-wise halfling monk, and I'm kind of wishing I'd gone before Cassie, because now it sounds like I copied her. Uh, <laughs> I am following the way of the drunken master, and uh, my name is um, Clay Bottle. And as a monk of the way of the drunken master, I'll be fighting with a big stick with a bottle of alcohol tied to it. Who have I gotten myself tangled up with here? <laughs> Look, it's your fault for pulling me out of the bar. Yes, but you were cheap. Well, you're buying my drinks, so... Now I have to play. I purchased the bar. Yes, and then I had all of the drinks. Oh, good heavens. I just want to real quickly uh, mention two others that were going to join us, but unfortunately couldn't for various reasons. The first is Jeremy Kleinhans, who is the DM of Midnight Kingdoms, who has done some voice work for us in the past. And the second is Dave Cole, who is the DM and composer from Four Orbs. And unfortunately, he was impacted by Hurricane Sally and has far more important things to worry about than this silly little thing. But we miss them and we wish they were here. So without further ado, let us begin. The three of you find yourselves in the small town of Ghibli. It sits at the eastern end of the Dragon Spine Mountains. It guards the pass through the mountains. You stand on a platform high in the cliffs, looking out over the city and over the desert beyond. In the distance, far in the distance, you can see the rising smoke of Kassir's heart, the active volcano at the heart of the desert. You are not alone on this platform. 
there are 15 to 20 other people, various races, various shapes, various sizes, and all of them are gathered together in groups of five, except for you. The three of you are standing alone off to the side. A large man in robes and an iron helmet walks from group to group, giving each one instruction. After several minutes, he comes to the three of you. He puts his hands on his hips and looks down, well, at some of you. Further down at some of us. (laughs) And looks eye to eye with you, Globius. Well, you're a big boy. Yes, that is what my mother said. I was raised to be big and strong. I raise my hand. Like heart of desert, I am very... Very happy to see you here today. Nobody told me there'd be this much sand. Um, uh, can we there, can we do something yes. about the sand, please? Oh yes, please. It's it's in my shoe. Wait, I'm not wearing shoes. Just a broom, or where are my shoes? You left them back. Uh, <laughs> we we traveled to a few stores. I had to purchase uh, some fine silks, and you left them uh, on one of the doorsteps, and I threw them out. They were disgusting. They they were actually a health hazard. Fair enough. Are we arguing about shoes or brooms for the desert? A broom could work. Uh, a broom, a broom would be great. I turn to the big guy. Do you have a, do you have a broom, perchance? I, I think you're missing the point here. Are we talking about why there's too much sand? Are we talking about why you don't have shoes? Well, we solved the shoe mystery. It was me. I was the culprit. Where are my shoes? The garbage. Oh, right, right, right. And you didn't replace them? No. Good heavens, no. So you're just going to let this poor guy walk around without shoes? Honestly, I should have been paid to handle those. That was that was a crime in itself. I just sit down and pop open my clay jug and start drinking. Uh, yes. Um, if I, I can have your attention. I've got uh, yeah. three other groups mm-hmm. after you. I would just give me a minute, if, if you would. But the broom. <laughs> now all I can think of is brooms. Um, have you seen my shoes? Uh, no. Um, have you looked in the trash? I'll, I'll look in the trash. I'll... We'll fill you in. Go look in the trash. I start to wander off. It's all right. I'll, I'll fill him in. What, tell me the mishmash of this hubba baloo. You hear in the distance me talking to one of the other groups. Have you seen my shoes? Do you have a broom? Okay, I've, I've lost my place. Um, Let me think. Okay. I wanted to thank you on behalf of the Order of Mazum. And I hope that you are serious about... No, my family paid good money for my spot. I... Yes. And and we appreciate your donation, and we appreciate all of your uh, donations, but it... it, What I'm about to tell you is very serious, and Mm. it is very important, because uh, there is... We need your help with something, and you need to... If you... (sighs) He kind of puts his head in his hands. I come back for this bit. If... If you do want to join the Order, mm-hmm. which I hope you do, I we have a task for you to prove yourself. I tug on Gavin's sleeve. What order is he talking about? You know, I'm not actually sure, and I don't think I signed up for this, but you know what? We're, let's it's just the hear Order of Masam. This the Order of Masam. We are a safeguards. I'll have a masala. Uh, no, uh, we are safeguards of the desert. We protect the travelers. Going from here to Masam's Rest, to Sisha, and to the north, and down to the corridor. I mean, you're not doing a very good job protecting the desert. There's all this sand everywhere. Oh. Well, we did, that's, that, 
desert. That's erosion. Yes. Yes, we don't do anything with sand. I mean, we could blast it with fire and turn it into glass, but who's that going to help? Oh, a glass kingdom. I'd I'd pay for that. That could be pretty cool. It would would look good. It might burn your feet, though. It might burn your feet. I would heat up fast. Well, yes. I mean, if you want to see that, go down to Sisha. It is a city made entirely of obsidian glass, but... That is beside the point. Have you heard Mm. of something called the Wahasha? Nope. Wasabi? No. I haven't been in this land for very long. Yes. um, It was great on peace. Well, the Wahasha is a chimera, Mm. which has been plaguing the caravans that travel the desert. It has been... It has destroyed many. It has killed many people. And we need you to hunt it down and make sure it hunts no more. Good news, old boy. This is literally what I do for a living. Well, then it is uh, the divine providence of Kesir that you are here. Mm, I don't know about that. Have you tried asking it not to do that? Have you tried putting it on peas? Uh, no. Uh, the Wahasha is a terrible creature. It is huge. I don't know, I just was Scottish. <laughs> That's oh. it's, huge. it's not any worse than what uh. came out of my mouth earlier, so you're fine. <laughs> it is a very large creature with the head of a crocodile. Mm. And another head of an antelope. How does it not just lean over and eat its other head? Well, I imagine they have a bit of dialogue. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yes, I, think, I think it's... I don't know, that is a very interesting question. We should ask. Well, it's much like when you're dealing with an Etten. The the two heads, though they may wish each other dead, realize that they have a, a bit of a symbiotic relationship and they have to work together, which actually you can use to your benefit because they have terrible egos. That, and you should, um, what's the saying? You shouldn't bite your nose to spite your other head's face. Fair enough. Is that right? Did I, did I get that right? That I think you good. nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, that is your request. Besides shoes, is there anything you need of me? Uh, last known location, maybe a previous uh, attack, uh, some survivors of one of the situations, really. And some shoes. Uh, yes. You know, come to think of it, were you even wearing shoes before? No, oh, he was. It was a crime. Okay. Not the shoes, that not wearing shoes, but those, those shoes themselves. I don't think they were my shoes, though. They did look a little bit big on you. One of them had a toe still in it. Eh. I looked down. I'm pretty sure that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, I have all mine. Well, the toe was green, so I figured it wasn't yours. But then again, never know. Don't judge a toe by its cover. Oh, wait. Um, I don't wear shoes. But you had them on. Okay, away from the shoes, um, where where was this creature seen? I, I don't know if I am entering into this, but I believe you very much did judge his toes by their cover. Hmm. Well, Welcome to the toe discussion. I, I apologize for judging your toes. What's wrong with you judging what was apparently not my toe? Honestly, I'm nobility. I, it's my job to judge everything. You're a noble? Yes, yes. I'm I'm a house trotters. <laughs> we are well-known hunters. Uh, actually, we, we purchased a mansion on a, an old battlefield and hired a few necromancers and uh, just a the way our family passes the time is we like to raise the dead and hunt them in a very uh, overly convoluted cavern system that we created below our house. I turned to Gavin. Did you know we're traveling with a toff? I didn't, and I'm kind of regretting it. I don't like that whole, like, summoning the dead for sport thing. Kind of fucked up. Well, it's better than killing the living for sport. 
I mean, I'm more worried about the fact that he's a nobility. I couldn't give a shit about the debt on debt. Okay, well, let's be fair. He bought the tavern that you were drinking in all night, so... He did buy me all... He's... Do you know what? I take it back. You're all right. Hmm. For now. Until I sober up. Maybe the which I sure think won't happen, happen so I'm, <laughs> I'm fairly confident in this situation. I mean, I've, it's been one, two, three, four, about six years. All right, I feel like I'm good. You might actually die if you dry out. True. I, I, I think the uh, the concurrent hangovers may be enough to kill me. Uh, th- this creature, um, it, has it attacked recently? Uh, yes, it has attacked two days ago. The only survivor is in a convalescent tent down in uh, near the river. And he points over the side towards a tent on the shore of the riverbanks far below. Oh, uh, that's where we put the people to die. Okay, so they're dying then. Uh, probably. Why are you putting that near your water source? Reconsider that. We don't bury them there. And, and so you know, the water goes underground into the hidden river. So also, also, not never us. drink the water. Fish shit in it. I have bad news about that inn that you drank at, son. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could start there and uh, maybe you could um, just if you patrol the uh, the trade routes, uh, you're bound to run into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so well, this, this isn't a problem. I mean, if you are as good of a hunter as you say you are, I believe that you We'll find it. Well, if I wasn't, I'd be dead. So, haha. <laughs> that is fair. Well, I hope that this is not your... Wait. I hope you survive this. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say there? You... I, I was going to say My I fate. hope it wasn't... Yes. <laughs> yes, his fate or his first death. But then I realized that he may not have multiple deaths. How many deaths Who have you are had? the people of this town? Is that why you go die by the river? You just come right back? No, have a drink of water? Secret? Is that why it's a hidden river? I'm no, pretty sure I've died once. I'm going to pick up some it's, water from there. Hidden river. I just, I have said too much. So the Order of Massam doesn't die. They safeguard the desert. And uh, I, we're, well, we're hunting no. a Wahasha. I will take all I, of this as fact. Well, yes, some of that is fact, but yes. Especially the immortality bit. Do, when do not, we pick up our immortality? Not not immortal, we just... Where do we pick up you, our brooms? Oh, is there an original group of uh, maybe ancient people that were uh, born uh, and they could live a little longer, die a few more times than most people, and you just have a number of them in your group, maybe you're even a descendant of one, and that's just what's causing this whole situation? Uh, well, you ask very complicated questions. Uh, <laughs> there are immortals. Uh, they are not here. Damn it, uh, they, they are on Tyr and, and, and in Sisha. And I, but in the Order of Mesum, we, uh, we are often brought back uh, if we do die. Uh, because our contract is for several hundred years. You should have led with that. I don't think I want to do this anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'll want to hunt the creature. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to have to rethink my order membership on that. Let's go over the legal beforehand, before we sign anything. I, uh, I'll bring my lawyer. He's staying at that inn I purchased. But uh, th- Guys, guys, it's fine. If we don't want to be brought back, just don't 
die. Oh, I, I want to be brought back. I just don't want as much servitude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not dying has worked for me so far. True, true. Well, we're off to a tent to talk to a dead person. Uh, yes, that is a good idea. I have other uh, quests yes. to give out. Still, with all this sand, when when we get back, hopefully the sand will be taken care of. Which reminds me, I have one last very important question. Yes. Where do we get the brooms? Uh, uh, down... No, it's alright, I'll find them. Oh, Near the gate, second door on the right. Good man. Good okay, man. uh... Okay, so, uh... May the blessings of Kassir be with you, and... Please, uh... I guess don't die. I'll cheers to that. Slauncher, take a drink. And he wanders away to the next group and starts his spiel uninterrupted this time. We can change that. <laughs> it took him a long time to get to that point. I don't, I don't know what his job is, but he's not very good. Really meanders <laughs> around the whole conversation. Like, stop talking about shoes and toes and brooms. Like, let's talk about the chimera here. That does seem like the bigger problem. People are dying. I guess we should go talk to that dying person then. Yes, uh, let's go to the convalescent tent near the river. Wait, what are we doing? We're talking to a dying person about the creature that is forcing him to die. Oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess we haven't really described what we look like, huh? <laughs> no, but now would be a great time to do so. <laughs> uh, Globius Trotus is a very large minotaur around, uh, I think they're usually around like seven feet tall, the, the minotaur race. And it, he has these large ivory horns that uh, curve out from his head. And they are, they have little like uh, rings of gold that have been fastened to them. He's wearing very fine silken robes to deal with the desert heat. And uh, he has a like blackish brown fur. And he, he has a, some pretty uh, standard armor on him, like some, some leather armor. And he has like a, a battle axe, some hand axes on his side, a long bow strapped to his back. And, of course, his feet end in very large hooves. So, you know, someone real squishy and soft. <laughs> Somebody can be pushed around quite easily. Gavin is just kind of like an average height human. He's bald, but he has like a really neatly trimmed brown goatee. So I kind of picture him like Tenzin from Legend of Korra, but a bit shorter. He is not like bodybuilder huge, but he is very fight club fit very muscle defined and cut mm. and he's dressed like somebody who travels around a lot there you go i completely forgot my character's name for a second clay <laughs> you've been drinking too um, much is mm -hmm. yeah, a little bit uh, clay obviously a halfling and he is wearing very raggedy uh, you can tell they're meant to be monk robes at some point quite raggedy at this point uh apparently not wearing shoes as it has been discussed <laughs> So his big halfling feet stick out. He tends to walk with a stumbling gait, uh, and you know, implying the fact that he is usually drunk. As again already indicated, he walks with the support of a fairly large staff, uh, at the top of which is a one of those you know like gourd type clay bottles with a big cork stopper, which is tied to the end of the staff. Fairly well hardened clay, as he likes to swing that around in combat, although. Mechanically, it's still just the staff. That's just for flavor. And I've also just remembered that he can communicate telepathically, apparently. 
I'm going to take a stab in the dark here and say that he doesn't often remember that himself. <laughs> Sometimes he's talking and he doesn't realize that it's telepathically. He just, slip, he just slips into it. Why aren't you answering me? <laughs> yeah. Other than that, just genuinely, like, generally quite disheveled. Sort of deep rings beneath his eyes. And just, yeah, that's pretty much him. <laughs> so, uh, the convalescent tent, uh... Uh, you two look quite well-traveled. I, I myself am not here from the, the desert lands, though I read a book or two on how to deal with the heat. Uh, some idiot guides, as they pronounce them in the, the human lands. Uh, tell me, uh, what what inspired you to join this Order of Massam? Uh, for me, of course, it was just the prestige and title uh, to make it seem like I'm doing something with my life. Well, I'm I'm going to be completely honest, I thought I was ordering a chicken masala. <coughs> fair, fair. Where are we? No, Ghibli. Christ. Where did you think you were? Somewhere between Neverwinter and... I think it was... And I've drawn a complete fucking blank on the name of this city. I feel like... <laughs> Waterdeep. Waterdeep. So I'm uh, somewhere between Neverwinter and Waterdeep, I think. I feel like you're one or two worlds off. Eh, aren't we all, though? That's fair. Especially when you have the, the culture shock. How about you, Gavin? You you look like you're well-traveled. You you know the world. What what drew you here? That's just where my feet led me, I guess. I've been traveling since... Oh, God. It's been a while. I haven't been home in a bit. I don't really have a home much anymore. It's just sort of wherever I'm going is where I'm going. Oh, how freeing. Yeah, it's all right. I just try to do my best along the road and help out anybody who seems to be on the same path, and that led me to you guys. The three of you descend the stairway down the side of the cliff and into the city center, which is bustling with people of all races, all nations. Globius, depending on where you've traveled, you have been stared at quite often, given your size and your unusual nature. But here, you are getting no odd looks. It seems that they have seen your kind before. On one hand, I, I enjoy the, the normalcy of this place, but on the other hand, I, I desperately crave attention. <laughs> Please don't knock anything over. Let's not do anything to cause attention. I'll, I'll walk in the middle. As you're on your way to the tent, you find yourselves passing through the bazaar. On all sides, various shopkeepers and hawkers scream out at you for your attention. You're almost through when you hear a piercing voice calling out to you. Shows! Shows! Oh, shit. Do you need some shoes? It's this one again. Oh, look at you. You look like you need some shoes. Should have got the brooms first. I'm pretty sure I don't wear shoes. I'm, I'm a halfling, right? Yeah, I, I believe. Yeah. That or a very like small one. human. I've got shoes. I've got, I got a shoes. special going in two for one. Two pairs or two shoes for the price of one? Hmm. Ah, what a clever question. I think I two shoes, two pairs of shoes for one, the price of one. And look, two of you are not wearing shoes. 
Well, I have hooves. Well, that's no excuse. I know a blacksmith. I do, for, for shame. Okay, okay, what? okay, okay. We don't. No, we don't need to. We don't need to shod this guy. He can decide if he wants to wear shoes if he wants to. I'm pretty sure if I put shoes on, I'll just end up getting sanded. Well, but on your feet, uh, it's a safe bet. Hot on the hot sand. Sort of look down. Probably. I haven't been able to feel him for quite some time. Oh, that sounds like a worse no. problem than alcoholism. <laughs> uh, that's going to cause some nerve damage uh, for the long run. Funnily enough, I'm playing that one off as the monk, not the <laughs> not the drunkard. Uh, well, I don't know if it's gout or the the heat of the sand, but uh, h- how much for these these shoes, as you call them? Oh, low price of two gold pieces. Two gold? Are you? Well, yes. You look at the stitching here. What was this? Was this made by by someone from the dead? Are you, are you raising your people too, like the Order of Massam, by just making them make but, shoes? Well, how dare you? But not made by, but taken from, yes. Oh, well, that's fair. Is it? Uh, wait. Listen. You said these are from a dead man? Yes. And I demand their half price, because... You got what? them for nothing. They're second well, hand. No, and someone died in them. Second life. Oh, second foot. That's not exactly promising for a shoe. Yeah. No, but there, there's a look. It sounds there's like many cursed shoes. Yeah. But the, the shoes didn't kill him. Well, if the shoe fits. How do you know? Look, it's it's like they always say, always put your best foot forward when wearing the shoe of a dead man. So, half price. I. Do you, do you have some superstition about wearing dead man's shoes? I don't know why my accent's going all over the place. <laughs> we do now. We didn't before. <laughs> should we? We're easily I, manipulated. If you want to price, then yes, you should. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yes, I do. Okay, for I'll that tell reason, you what. I want them half price. Half price for the halfling. All right, half price, yes. But. Uh... So that was two silver. Yes. I'd, well, then no, that'd be one gold. Honestly, just we'll give you two silver, uh, and then we'll be out of your hair. <sighs> yeah, you don't want us harassing you all afternoon. We could make this an ordeal. Talk to the person up those stairs. They they would have paid us two silver to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two silver it is. All right, I pay the man. I was about to say, can you <laughs> spot me? Yeah, I, I very much understand this, the nature of our relationship. Okay, he hands you... Uh, the shoes, and he also hands you a gourd with the shoes. Oh, is this a bogo? Gourd. No, look, I'm not. No, look, the, the, look at the look at this look at the look at the finish in this gourd. This isn't worth two silver. Are we doing a Monty Python bit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was walking on the edge of one, but <laughs> <laughs> this gourd isn't worth two silver. What do you take me for? Worth two silver? No, it's worth half a silver. Half a five, silver. Five, co- five coppers. Take it or leave it. Just take it. Get out of my sight. Get out of my stall. You're chasing away business. <laughs> we are. are. <laughs> Hold on. This thing is empty. There's not any alcohol in this. Oh my god. Well, he should have paid you to take that. Get your money back. This is ridiculous. Get a, I demand get a that you fill this. No, no, we're closed. Closed. <laughs> oh, whatever. We always seem to get the same reaction from everyone. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> right, so now we know that our next most important task is to fill the gorge. Well, we'll try that immortal water they have over there at the river. No, we can't. No, we'll just don't drink the water. Just put some vodka in it, and then you're good. No, no, fish shit in it. Shit fish in it. Fish, fish do way more than just shit in that water, I guarantee yeah. it. No, he is. It's true, fish fuck in it as well, so I'll not be drinking it. Where's that bar you purchased? 
I don't remember these things. There's the tent, though. Oh, Christ, let's just go with the tent. They have alcohol to sanitize things. It'll be fine. You might go blind, but it might be worth it. Uh, yeah, I did that once. Did not end well. Couldn't see for three days. <laughs> well, you only need to smell a chimera. You'll be fine. You cross the square to the tent, and it is pretty full of moaning, injured people. Look for large claw marks, maybe a crocodile bite or a, a, a gash wound from an antelope horn. Various men and women in red robes wearing ornate masks move about amongst the injured, attending to their wounds. At the end, separate from the rest, you see a small man, or what you think is a small man at first. But as you get closer, you realize the man is missing both his legs. Oh, this this is the one. Do you think these are his shoes? (laughs) Hide them. Don't bring them out. They might hurt. Well, I think... I just threw them out the front of the tent. I mean, unless his feet were freakishly small, I don't believe he'd tip over. I mean, I have some very big feet. Fair. Excuse me, um, bedfellow person. Ugh, you need to talk to common people more often. Greetings, you who toes the... No. Um, Hey, we have questions for you. (laughs) Wake up. Uh, who, who's there? Oh, he's high. Hello. Um, no, I'm just in pain. Oh. Well, um... Is that you, Dad? Yes, and I'm I'm pissed. <laughs> you're, you're drunk, sir. You need... Give, give me information on the chimera that, that attacked you. I'm, I'm off to avenge you. I think that it was Mom... She caught me in the tent again. Jesus. Wait, so you've never encountered a chimera? We... Never mind the chimera. We need to find this mother. (laughs) Is your mother a chimera? Mom. Mom, is that you, Mom? Yes. (laughs) Perfect. Mom. I... Hello, sweetie. (laughs) Oh, Mom. I've missed you. I've looked all across the desert for you. I know. I'm. I'm sorry. When you when you said you were just going out for a few pack of cigarettes, for a pack of cigarettes <laughs> and a and a cold one, uh, <laughs> and you you never came back. I n- I never stopped looking, Mum. You just had to stay in place, dude. You know how hard it is to find a cold one in the desert. Oh, I didn't. I think never of meant that. to just leave you for that long. They're all covered in sand. Oh, oh, Mum, I ran into the most terrible creature, Mum. Oh, oh, yes, what was my it, notebook. Dear? Oh, it, it was like a crocodile, but it, it also was like an antelope. Perfect. And it had this terrible roar, and it moved fast for such a big thing, and then it bit my legs off. Gavin's going to sit down on the bed, like, nearest this guy's head and just start stroking his hair very gently. Oh, sweetie. I, I've, got, I've got one that will cheer you up. What do you call a woman with one leg? A one-legged woman. Eileen. <laughs> Evans. Fast? Had a roar? Uh, were you poisoned at all? Did you feel a, a particular... Aside from the pain of losing your legs, which don't worry, they'll grow back. Um, did you uh, feel like a venom coursing through your veins? Oh, no, Dad. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I hit, um, 
it, it's just it roared and then it stomped and then there was just very loud crash and oh, in my head my head started hurting it was like it was like me brains were just rolling around and bouncing around off my head and I, I fell to the ground don't worry that was probably just either a, a psionic attack or a, maybe a concussive force from a, a seismic uh, stomp that this creature had done we need to be careful this thing sounds big how oh, big was it was it bigger boy. than your cart how can you be his father you have nothing like him hey whoa don't say that in front of my son <laughs> I mean, for a start, you've got two legs, and he doesn't. He's going to grow them back. He'll have fine hooves. Husbands! Husbands! Focus! <laughs> we are we married? Our relationship we is growing by, by the moment. Well, uh, it was presumptive to think that we were married when we had our child. Yes? Sorry. That, that's fair. I did fair. abandon you. I'm so sorry. Anyway, where did this happen, sweetheart? It's just so good to have you back together. The last I heard you said, no, I'll never be with that man again because he's such a rotten bastard. But here we are, all together at the end, like the white great family. Well, I, I realized the rotten fruit that I was, and uh, the seed inside me sprung forth into a great new tree. Don't worry, I'm a, I'm a new person, and I'm sure you'll grow new legs. Also, I know I tend to forget things, but I don't remember them. It was, you were it very was drunk. big. Yes. <laughs> Ah, uh, that would explain. Yes, that would explain. Where, where did this happen, honey? Where did, where did, where were you? Our, we were just, we, we had just left. Um, we were, we left Ghibli, and we were heading into the desert, and we got to the, you know, the mounds, the like the rock formations that are about, I don't know, like half a day, maybe a day away from here, and, and then we just heard this rumbling, and then once we got closer, they just. Like it, it, it came in and hit the cart, and and it just it sort of exploded, and and then it 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 was all screaming, and oh, it was terrible. Well, no need to be hung up on on the little things. It's uh, what happened is done. Yes, um, Dad. Yes, Mom. Yes. Do, do you know what I've always wanted? Mm. Some legs. I've I've always wanted a baby brother. Uh, we'll get right on that, but not in front of you, dear. <laughs> yes, that's... It'd be wildly inappropriate. That's a little weird. I'm not letting you watch. <laughs> Wait, am I the brother? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> you are now. <laughs> ah, brother. It's nice to finally meet. Would you like a drink? You've, you've given me a brother already. Yes, his, his <laughs> name is Bottle. Yes. If you're not drinking, then I am. Slanch it. Here, there's there's some nice medicines here. Um, maybe one of them will will help you. Can I roll a medicine to see if there's anything like <laughs> near him to help out? Uh, sure thing. Oh, that went from an eight to a sixteen. <laughs> uh, so I got eighteen in total. There's a various things there. What particular effect are you looking for? Uh, just something to help with the pain. Just regrow his legs. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think there's going to be something to regrow his legs here, but uh, something to help with the pain. Yes, you find a, uh, I don't know, milk of the poppy or something like that. Here you go. This will make you high as a kite. If you give it to me or him. <laughs> I need you just drunk, so you. Uh, come here, son. Here, your your mother will administer some of this, this uh, well, this drug, honestly. It's... Oh, thanks, Dad. You're gonna feel great. 
This is a, oof, this was my senior year. <laughs> I remember this stuff. I just I don't even think I need anything more knowing you're here. No, you're going you're going to need this. That's oof. I mean, yes. He reaches up and he takes the vial from you and takes a sip of it. You don't down the whole thing cuz um well, I don't <laughs> think you're going to come down from that, honestly. But uh no, I'm so uh, just a quick question, Dad. Mm-hmm. Are you are you wearing gloves? Yes. Oh, because I was going to say it was very furry. Those are in fashion. I'm a fashionable person now. That was one of the new things about me. I I became fashionable. That's what your your mother was uh was very happy about. Was I used to dress like a like a peasant. But now I dress like a, a noble lord. He's so dapper. Yes. Yes, and clothes and hoods and horns are very in, in style. Yeah. style. Yes. yes, in vogue. Don't dress like your brother, though. Hey. Or... He doesn't even have shoes. Oh shit. Oh yes. Uh, brother, I I can't cause I can't really see you that well. Can you come closer? Can I have a hug? I, I don't think I can reach the bed. That's okay. Oopsie daisy. Here we <laughs> go. <laughs> Give your brother no, a hug. No, not too fast. Oh, um, my boys. Oh, he's so young. He's so small. What is he, like seven? Sure, why not? He He's average human age for this human height. I'd like to point out, if he's like <laughs> close enough to hug me, he's probably getting a second-hand drink just on the vapors. Well, he's on the milk yeah. of the poppy right now, so yeah, I'm sure yeah, he's, he's fine. <laughs> he won't even notice my beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah we have like just... a big family group hug. Oh, so... I just... I love you all. And then he passes out. Have we got everything we need? I love you too, son. All right, let's... Let's uh, ditch this popsicle stand. <laughs> Gavin tucks the kid in. <laughs> Give him a little kiss on the forehead. Yeah, just the tiny one. <laughs> At least he'll be high till the end. I mean, he took With the whole luck, vial. He won't like, remember any of that. He went out on a high. Yeah, I'd, that's what I would do, honestly. Oh, yeah, oh, uh, pardon me. Try not to step on people in here. Yeah, maybe you think, don't do that. You think they wouldn't just leave people on the floor, though? Like, there's so much sand in here. <clears throat> Definitely. It's, we need to get that proof. I have it written down here. Uh, it's near the main gate, second door on the right. We'll just grab one on the way. So, um, hunting Chimera. We, it's a half a day's trip. I'm actually very well versed at traveling through the desert, so I can lead us there in a lickety split. If we just want to pick up our our horses from the from the inn. Okay. We have horses. Did you tie Did you tie up your horses? I don't think I had a horse. Oh shit! You did. I don't think you tied it up. This is why you don't drink and ride. A horse walks into your bar. It's dangerous for you and the other people on the road. A horse walks into a bar. Barman says, why the long face? The horse shits everywhere and leaves. Classic horse move. That's why I don't trust him. That's fair. Say, does Gavin have a horse, or does Gavin just walk the earth like Kane in Kung Fu? Yeah, I, yeah, I think he just walks the earth, but he won't say no to a horse because for aforementioned sand reasons. I have a little uh, toboggan in the back. 
Ooh. we'll just sit you on it, and I'll I'll ride the horse, and uh, it should, it'll be fine, I'm sure. How, wait, how big is your horse? Well, it can fit me, so. Wow. <laughs> and we we have to specially breed them from where I'm from because. I mean, as as good as it is to run on your own two hooves, sometimes you don't want to. That's why the creatures are made with six legs, not four. Clay's counting on his fingers. How many does they usually have? I thought it was eight. Oh, it depends where you're from. Uh, so what I'll, kind of horses I'll... do you have here? <laughs> I'll take us over to the uh, recently purchased horrible rundown inn. <laughs> uh, what's the name of the inn? Uh, last choice. I, <laughs> I was gonna. The original name was "Why the Long Face," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the barkeep said that joke to me, and <laughs> well, I have just repeated it because he said it to me as well. I thought it was yeah. very funny. <laughs> all, all right, let, let's go get the horse and the toboggan, or sled, or whatever it is they call it here. I'm just following you at this point, yeah. clicking along coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> The stable hand pulls your magnificent steed from the stable and is just slack-jawed, gawping at it as he does so. He's never seen a horse quite like this and tells you as much when you come to retrieve it. Well, golly, mister, that's, that's, a, that's a strange horse. Yes, well, honestly, I believe this horse probably thinks all your horses are strange, having only four legs. I mean, how was it supposed to carry anyone like that? Yeah, you're probably right. Hmm, I feel like that happens to you on the regular. I'm counting the horse's legs. I thought you said it had six. This definitely has twelve. No, no, you just got double vision there, friend. Yes, let's put you on the toboggan here. There you are. Pat your head. It's full of sand. Oh, don't... Here, I have a little one. Yeah, I take out, like, this little, like, little hand broom and dustpan. <laughs> so dainty. Look, I'm not falling for that again, because that's how you get hangovers. Let's get this sand off here. All righty, and let's lay down a, a nice blanket for you, too. <laughs> All right. Let's go, Artax. Away. <laughs> you begin riding towards the front gate... As the street below you is cobblestone, obscured partially by the desert sands, it's a very rough ride for those in the toboggan. You approach the front gate, which is closed, and a very smartly dressed guard approaches you, and he has a tablet in his hand, and he walks up to you, Globius, and he says, Hello. So, you're going outside, are we? Yes, we're, we're off well, to face off against the I Wahasha, like uh, strictly for business the for the gate Order of Masat. Promptly at sundown, mm-hmm. uh, it will not open until the morning. Mm-hmm. So uh, wait, wait, I pray wait, wait. that sundown where sundown here. Uh, so that I, makes sense. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, it's very. Uh, it's but so um, I do say that you either will. Uh, have to camp out overnight. There is a settle, uh, like a tent just outside that is run by some ruffians uh, if you get uh, delayed. But they charge a very high rate, so I, I would not. Are you taking a cut? Is that why you let them just sit there? It is not up it's to me. It's definitely what's I happening. I am simply yeah. a uh, 
guard and in charge of hospitality. But um, uh, should you uh, return before nightfall, then uh, no big deal. But if you do not, then again, uh, not until sunrise tomorrow. Of course, Wink. I totally get what you're saying, Wink. <laughs> yes, very charming. Uh, so if you are amenable to those conditions, uh, I just need you to sign here, please. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. I'll just take this here. What was the person's name that was in the order of Miss M? Uh, the person that you spoke to, or? Yeah. I don't think I ever gave his name. Uh, no, I'll just put my own name then. I'll just put Globius Trotus. Very beautiful penmanship. Well, raised of nobility, and uh, but uh, of course I have the, the fighting strength of the common folk. So, I hope to see you back here before sundown. Good day. Happy hunting, or whatever. And tally-ho, Artax! Uh, Eugene, please... And the other guard rolls his eyes and pushes the gate open. I'm sure it'll be fine. You ride through the gate and it slams shut behind you. To your right, you see the camp that he was talking about. A series of makeshift tents and it looks like there's a bunch of ruffians and ne'er-do-wells. We'll just bribe the guards. Your horse could probably just shit on their camp and be done with it. Honestly, uh, I think we should be fine. If anything, we'll just... What do you do? You, you kill the toughest one of the lot and, and take control of their organization, uh, balance the books, and then really put a stranglehold on the region. I usually just ask them if they want a drink, and that seems to work. You know, both that of those seem like viable options. Plus, my way. I feel like you would drink either way, really. I, I was going to say. Look... And no judgment. You're not wrong. No, no judgment. You're not wrong. In fact, I'm drinking right now. <laughs> well, you have to replenish. Uh, yeah, rehydrate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With alcohol. I mean, what else would you use? Maybe water. But shit fish in it. So, uh, I'm going to use survival to kind of get a lay of the land as we're going and try to find this uh, rock formation that our, our son was talking about. Oh, nice. Let's see. Uh, 23. Oh, okay. Oh, perfect. It, it looks like we're, we're straight on the way. Shouldn't have any issues. Keep your eyes peeled. Uh, the creature likes to hide within the sands and uh, strike. Uh, clearly, the, our, our son spoke of uh, tremors and rumbling before the attack, so uh, I do feel like the, the chimera is going to make itself known in an effort to throw us off guard through fear and seismic activity. Wait, wait, I, I think I feel a tremble. I think I feel a tremble. Nope, nope. That's it. Let it out, let it out. I said, oh. Do you manage to do that outside of the sled? Oh, no, it's or... all inside. It's, oh, that's all over you. You'll be eating last for sure. <laughs> Are you sitting is in front of Gavin or behind? I would like to imagine that I'm sat between his legs. Yeah, and yeah I think it would be like a, you're taking your kid sledding. <laughs> Gavin carefully pulls his legs back, so you're still sandwiched between his knees there, but he's well away from your vomit. So could we trap this thing? 
Is that an option? Honestly, we could. Uh, if we had a much larger team, uh, quite a few more tools, and uh, maybe even somebody with some arcane abilities to put the creature to sleep, uh, with, a, with a team of three, we will be lucky if we kill it. Oh, the adrenaline. Look, I've been through this before, and we just have to punch it until it stops moving. That, that has been my experience, That is yeah. the goal, yes. But if we could, like, put it in a sand pit or something where it's easier to punch, that would that would be nice. Limit its mobility. Um, well, it, it's got two heads, so uh, it's going to rely on naturally having both heads in working order. If you even stun one of the heads, that'll throw it off tremendously. Look, two heads just means two faces to punch. Yes. <clears throat> We should all agree on focusing on a head. Uh, should we do uh, antelope or crocodile? It's probably the crocodile, then. All right, then. I don't know. Antelope can bite. Uh, you're not wrong. They're vicious, vicious creatures. Great big, sharp teeth and whiskers and... No, I'm thinking of a tiger. Never mind. I mean, you... you... It, it, it'll still hurt. There will be blood. Uh, all right, yeah, big pointy teeth, you know, long white yeah, ears. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I thought you were going for. Chop like, oh, all right, look well, at the bones. He's just a little bunny, eh? <laughs> Let's focus on the antelope then. I'd say. After several hours of riding, you start to notice along the side of the road the wreckage of various caravans. I think we're getting close. Hey, oh, that was a. I really thought it was all gone. Can you, like, aim that a little bit further forward for me? Just, like, a little bit. I'll try. And it's, it keeps coming because I'm refilling. I'll take another drink. Because <laughs> you, you keep drinking. Yeah. You, you know, it, it's fine. I don't mind that it's happening. It's just wish that it would happen less on my feet. Completely valid. Uh, everyone keep an eye out. It seems we're in the... We're in the carnage area. For some reason. Can I do an investigation to see if this is actually Chimera doing? Okay. Feel free to roll. 13. Mm. You hop off the sled and approach the wrecked caravan. And it looks like the exterior of the exterior wall of the wagon was buckled inward. Like something definitely hit it. Like something definitely hit it. Okay. And possibly you think whatever was inside the wagon is maybe what exploded. Should have asked what they were carrying. You know our son. <laughs> I know. So concerned with dying. It just it skips the details. That's fair. Such a scatterbrain. I wonder where he gets that from. So guilty as charged. <laughs> You, you guys do realize that you aren't his two other What was that son? I, Our other son? Oh, he, he's young. He likes to just talk. <laughs> I just drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I hop off uh, Artax and just kind of like, uh, I go back to the vomit-covered toboggan and I just uh, roll uh, <laughs> <laughs> I roll off clay. Just tip. Yeah, <laughs> just, just kind of like get him off there. Honestly, we're just gonna burn this this blanket here. 
But uh, I'd rather not have Artax die. Uh, some gruesome, horrible, uh, foretold fate, no matter how many times you try to reread the book. So I'm just gonna uh, go ahead and send Artax off. Don't worry, they come back at the, at the sound of my horn. Not the one on my head. Nope, I knew you were going to say it. I, <laughs> I knew it. So I'll just uh, pat Artax on the rear and uh, send it off. You hear a distant rumbling. Or maybe it's more accurate to say you feel a distant rumbling. Here we go. I feel targeted. Yes. I am excited. Everyone places. I'll take out my longbow and I, I, I raise my hand. What was my place again? Uh, punch it in the antelope face. Yeah, punch yeah. its antelope face. Should you finger guns? <laughs> Gavin's going to pull out his sock full of rocks and give it a good couple of swings to warm up. I take one last swig of my drink and then tie it to the end of my staff. That's uh, a spirit. Oh, spirits? Well, yes. Yeah, yes, it is, actually. <laughs> Distilled it myself. Um, at first, I'm guessing we kind of feel the rumble coming from maybe a more pointed direction. Uh, yeah, the northeast of where you are standing, but mostly, like, you feel it coming from beneath you. I think it's safe to say that Clay is, in fact, facing southwest. The mark that was buckled on the wagon, was it underneath the wagon or on the side? It was on the side. Okay. Is there any, like, rocks or anything around here to, like, stand on that isn't sand? Not, Getting a weird Tremors vibe. Yeah, not quite where you are, <laughs> but definitely closer to those rock formations. A little ways away. <laughs> I mean, you could try to make it there, but... Okay, so a little ways away. Now, hear me out. It just may be a, a little bit of a paranoid minotaur uh, skittish worry, but what if this creature can travel through the sands? Like, literally. That'd be pretty. I mean, that would be very uncomfortable. Yeah. They would get literally everything. Do you want to... I mean, this is just a crazy notion. Why? Why would something do that? Things are weird. <laughs> we live in a world where there's creatures flying through the sky that can blow up cities. But would you like to try to make it to that uh, rocky outcrop there? It, it doesn't look too far. We might be able to make it in time. I shrug and start running with a deceptive <laughs> speed. Okay, As so um, we'll say it's about 100 feet away. I'll snort and try to keep up with everyone. Yeah, that's what I thought. Both of you are... If we're, da if we're dashing, I can move 70 feet in a round. 60. Feel the rumbling getting louder, getting stronger beneath your feet. Guys, I don't want to alarm you, but I can feel a rumbling. Yep. Now I feel it. Oh, this is this is why we're running right. Yeah. Yes, this is why we're running right. Yes. It's big. So is it rumbling enough to make it difficult to run on the sand yet, or is it still just something that we're feeling and being disconcerted by, but not hindered by? Correct. Okay. Correct. It's not like it's it's like an earthquake or something like that, but it's it's definitely something concerning. <laughs> okay. Just as you're about uh, to get to the rock, Gavin, in front of you, something emerges from the sand. Give me a dexterity check. Ah, oh, shit. Shit, I knew it. It's going to be a 17. The head of a crocodile emerges from the sand and snaps at you, but you're able to jump up, do a flip, and roll away from it. Nice. 
how am I rolling away from it? Am I rolling away like down the back of it? Well, more like or you off just to the side. off to the side. Like you just jump okay. and roll, and you can pop back up on your kind feet and make it, it to. Yeah. While, while we're running, can I the rock sim- formation? I'm assuming like this is the beginning of the second round, so we're only like thirty feet away. So can I pop <laughs> in the jaw and keep running? Uh, yeah, you can try. Cool, cool, cool. cool. You can try. So. After seeing it try to attack my new best friend, Gap. Well, well, Your second best up. friend because <laughs> yeah, the big <laughs> the, the, the big cow man did that buy me fair. a bar. That's so uh, that's <laughs> that's a natural twenty. Nice. First oh wow, so that's always good. I will. I was. I was like, this shouldn't be difficult. I have a plus seven to hit. Not twenty. Four plus five is nine damage. So as I'm running, I just swing the staff around with the gourd in the end and crack this thing across the jaw. I pop it in the crocodile jaw because it's the one that tried to attack Gavin. To the rock as well. Now, Globius, oh. it is between you and your destination. I pump myself up. I'm going to use, as a bonus action, a ranger move I have called Slayer's Prey. So as a bonus action, I designate one creature within 60 feet, and now the first time I get a weapon attack on it each turn, it takes an extra d6. This lasts until uh, I have a short or long rest. Okay. So uh, running up to them, I'll be like, ha ha ha, this one! And I pull out this battle axe, and just running by, <laughs> just like, first our gnome cracks it in the head after uh, our... Our other monk rolls out of the way, and then I come following right up after while it's kind of reeling and try to slash it with the axe. Okay, dokie. Uh, I got a 16 to hit. That will hit. I did uh, 17 points of damage. Batter up! (laughs) And I just keep running as well to uh, the rocks with my my newfound friends. Let's, at this point, let's get into proper initiative. So why don't you all roll? Use that same dice. Give me a nap 20. (laughs) I also just rolled a nat 20 on that. With my nice. bonus, I've got a 23. I'm using uh, well, my yeet dice, yeet this time, so, that so is yeet is 20. Nice. I got a okay. 15. Oh, exactly in the order that I have written down. <laughs> um, all right, so Gavin, you are first up. Uh, how's this thing looking? Uh, it's... Have we seen the antelope head? Yes, it is fully emerged from the sand. And it has spun around to face you. And it is screaming at you with both heads. Is it screaming anything coherent or is it just screeching? Just screeching. Okay. The, the antelope is braying and the, I guess the crocodile is hissing. Crocodiles can grumble and it's terrifying and it happens at a subsonic level so that it's would explain. Yeah, that would explain all of the uh, vomit that was going on earlier. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say I'm going to punch it. Punch it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or hit it with your rock sock. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm debating here. The rock sock gives me a little bit more distance. Well, I'm assuming you have similar abilities to me, so you can hit it once. But the, I'm assuming we're counting the rock sock as a monk weapon. Yeah, it's an improvised melee. Thing. Yeah, so you can hit it with that once, and then you can do your bonus on arm strikes, and then flurry of blows and all that nonsense. Yeah, maybe I'm not. All right, so that's twelve. Yeah, not quite. Uh, not quite good enough. It's good enough to maybe be a distraction. Don't forget, you should probably have a free bonus attack to hit it as well with an unarmed strike. I'm about to get rid of you, neat dice. <laughs> Alright, so that one was a 14. A 14? 14? 14 hits. 
All right, it's going to be five damage on that one. Swing and your rock sock actually works as a distraction as the crocodile head tries to bite it. And then you follow it up with a nice punch to the head. He's going to uppercut right up to that soft little part in his jaw that's right mm. between his <laughs> jaw bones. I feel like that would hurt. So I basically just punched the underside of his tongue, but I'll take it. That would hurt. <laughs> if anything, he's just disconcerted now. Did you just punch me in the ear? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love that movie. All right, uh, so the creature is kind of like up in our grill at the moment I take it. Um, so I, I will be alongside uh, Gavin, and I will draw my hand axe in my other hand now, and uh, I will just charge forward at this creature. And let's go in for some attacks. Uh, so that is 13 plus... I mean, if a 14 hit. 13 plus 6, 19. Yeah, uh, so that the battle hit. axe, and then I come around with the hand axe... Natural 20. Nice. hey 10. 14 points of damage. And the hand axe is doubled. Uh, 8. And then doubled is 16. Haven't you, fiend? <laughs> you uh, wallop it twice with your battle axe and your hand axe. Are you going for the crocodile head? Yeah, it seems to be what we're focusing on, so I'm just wailing on it completely <laughs> to what we see yeah. <laughs> like most hey, adventuring gotta, parties you yeah. gotta go for whatever jumps out and tries to bite your face off first pretty much oh I feel the adrenaline Clarence slapped his cheeks a few times like shakes himself right and he adopts a stance which is very sort of swaying and he runs up to this thing and he sort of dodges between the two of you and he goes straight up to the crocodile head and his first attack with his staff again is going to be a 9 plus 5, 14. And I'm just going to roll a bunch of attacks at once here. Then, because I've used that, I'm going to use one of my key points to do Flurry of Blows, which means I get to do two more unarmed strikes against it. Which are going to be... Oh, I've just realized that wasn't a that wasn't a fourteen. I added my initiative modifier. <laughs> that was a sixteen. Well, nice. regardless, if they both hit. <laughs> That's a, Still hits. a hit and a hit because that was an eighteen and a sixteen on the die. So twenty-one damage. So you see him come in, sort of swaying. It it almost looks like Calpuera esque because he just kind of uses the drunken swaying to move from one form to the next. So this crocodile sees him coming. And then all of a sudden it can't see him because it looks like he's tripped and falled. But then he springs up and smashes it with the staff. Spins, catches it with a fist. Spins, catches it with a kick. And then using his drunken technique. Whenever I use Flurry of Blows, I gain the benefit of the disengage action. And I'm going to step back from it without getting bit. That's why I hired him. Sexy breakdance fighting. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> You're doing well, that's what. So proud of you, son. this guy? <laughs> Don't talk to your father like that. Come on. No, I meant the, the scaly one. What was his name? Uh, soon to be dead. I hope. Ah. The creature looks angry. I think we've annoyed it. The Waha... Ah, uh, Wasabi, yes. yes. The, the Wahasha is the name of what it is. That is fair. But, it is uh, 16. Yes. Like it is hurt. looking extremely angry. And it is going to... First, it is going to try to bite Globius. Globius, what is your armor class? Ooh. It bites at you. 
uh, but you were able to pull your body back out of the way, like lean back out of the way, and it snaps and narrowly misses you. Oh, that was a first. Once you're done Dimanche, uh, I have a, an ability. I took a feat called Sentinel. So if someone within five feet of me gets attacked, I could use my reaction to basically, like, the enemy drops his guard and I get an attack of opportunity. So uh, I, I'll, uh, I'll strike at the, the antelope head after it's done goring. <laughs> Heaven. Okay, uh, 11 points of damage from the antelope Wait, head. Wait, who is it going for? Oh, that was going for Globus as well. Never mind. I okay, I got it. Mixed yeah. up. Eleven. Oh, this is taking me back. And then you hear a loud, like the rumbling in the ground starts to get louder. The crocodile head lifts up as the three of you are impacted by a tremendous force. I want all three of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh no. That's not good. 13. Uh, 15 plus 5, dirty 20. 24. Okay, so uh, Globius, you're the only one who failed. Yeah. Globius, you take 13 points of damage. The force of it is so strong that it knocks you 20 feet back off the rock into the sands. Ooh. I feel like this is a situation that's really setting me up for something dire. You zig when you should You should have dodged. I just started going into Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Gavin and Clay, you each take half damage. So we'll say six points of damage for the two of you. And now, Gavin, it is your turn. So did it seem like the roar was coming from this thing, or was it external to... No, it it definitely came from this thing. Oh, that was its ability? Right. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That is pretty cool. That's fair. But also, fuck him, kinda. So, okay, I guess the sock rock is just there in spirit for me, so that doesn't do much. Uh, okay, so the first unarmed strike is 16. Oh, shit. The second one is 23. Okay, both of those will hit. And hope for the best. You punch his eye twice, and you hit it so hard that it actually closes and begins swelling. This creature is not looking very well. Look what you did to my husband, you bastard. (laughs) It hurts. I feel my son's pain. (laughs) This damn creature. It's such a number on our family. I know I'm I'm the drunken one, but you know we're not actually. (gasps) I I look at Clay, just like classic teenage woes. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm older than him, I say to Gavin. <laughs> I roar out this just real guttural roar and just come charging at this creature. I'm fairly certain most people are older. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's 19 on the dice for the first hit. No, the second hit is uh, 2 on the dice, so that's, that's going nowhere. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Uh, oh, maxed out. Uh, 18 damage. That is enough to kill it. Do you want to describe how you kill it? I uh, come in and uh, I have my my battle axe in my right hand, and I bring it down as the crocodile is like opening up its maw. I just hack it down on the joint of the jaw and just completely rip off the lower jaw. 
I'm like, that's for my son! And then I don't realize that it has collapsed and just whiff my hand axe where it should have been. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, we won. I heard everywhere. Don't worry, darling. I've got a, I've got a health potion in my bag for you. Here. Oh, you're I'm so covered kind, in my blood. <laughs> Bleeding out of my eyes and nose and ears. <laughs> Concussive blast. I'm telling you, you need to sag when you sag. Yeah, I, I literally jumped into it. <laughs> that was not a good motion. Is it wrong that I really want this to be a family? <laughs> <laughs> they are now. They are now. They're the chosen family. <laughs> but Gavin well, you gives you a health friends, potion. You can pick your nose, but you can't pick your <laughs> friends. That's accurate. <laughs> you haven't met the rowdy boys. <laughs> <laughs> they get all sorts of personal in there. <laughs> Jellyfish. Ugh. Lick, lick the, the nose. nose. <laughs> yeah, they don't hold back. They lick that nostril. Uh, I guess we'll uh, take the heads back. That's usually what you do, right? Well, I don't have my phone on me <laughs> for my Instagram <laughs> posts, so we'll just do the heads. I gotta look down at my staff and my fist. Like, I don't think I could cut them off. Yeah, I got it. And I just start, like, it's a, a routine exercise. Start taking those heads off. And... Clay is watching this. From the rock. (laughs) From the rock and maybe not feeling great about it. Watching someone just dismember this monster. (laughs) Gavin, you are looking around the desert and you see a short distance away in the closest rock formation is a cave. Just about and done. And I rip the, the antelope head off. There's All right, a... I'll just leave these here on the rocks. Probably some birds will have at them for a bit, but uh, honestly, it'll be fine. <laughs> get, get that all out of you, all that poison. <laughs> all right, uh, ooh, uh, did, did you find something good? Something get us out of this damn sun? It's a cave over there. That sounds lovely. Hopefully this isn't the child, am I right? Oh, yeah, you're real right. <laughs> yeah. You're very right. Oh, I've been there. Oh, I miss my grandfather. <laughs> I had to run like <laughs> hell. was on the way. Yeah, tell us on the way. I mean, you, need to, you just need to improve your aim. Yeah, well, it, was a, it was a drake. It was a, a mighty reptilian creature. Uh, often flew through the mountains. And, well, we thought... Your grandfather was a drake? Uh, was no fighting one, and uh, I was there. It was my first hunt, and whew, we, we thought we took it out, but it was just the child. And uh, Why were you hunting your grandfather? Oh, that's a whole other story. No, this is a different one. <laughs> No, that that was my uh, my um, coming of age of sorts. No, oh, this is a nice cave, though. I think. <laughs> I hope so. Smells like when I first met you. You uh, make your way across the the short distance. Um, the sun is starting to set, giving it that nice Tatooine evening glow, and you cross the threshold into the cave. It smells fairly terrible inside the cave. There is. As you explore the cave, you see that there is a pile of rotting carcasses and bones, various scraps of clothing, assorted metal trinkets, coins. I'm just specifically looking for bottles of alcohol. I don't want to stay in a cave that we don't know every inch of, basically. I'll assist Gavin if Gavin wants to take care of it. I got a 12 on looking for alcohol. Okay, Gavin, give me an investigation. You do not find any alcohol, sadly. I got an 18 on an investigation. It almost appears to be a nest, as if assembled from torn cushions and drapes and other pieces of cloth. 
taken from your guessing various caravans and wagons that have passed by. And as you're sifting through the nest, you discover a small clutch of eggs. Uh, do chimera <laughs> lay eggs? Is that a thing that yeah, they do? Yeah, I guess it would be depending on the breed, I guess right? it was part alligator, but crocodile, I don't want so to, maybe? I don't want to frighten anyone, but there's no alcohol here. Okay, well, now I'm scared. Oh, so. no. If only for you. I mean, all I've got is what's left in this gourd. The two bottles of wine, the mead, and the spirits that I have in my backpack. And then I'm done. We need to head back soon. How, this how are you going to make it? This is a real all right, just have this small flask. I'm sorry, son. I hand my flask solemnly make it to, the to clay bottles. Oh, I start drinking it. <laughs> uh, looking back at the eggs, well, this is the, the unfortunate part of the job, which feels gross. But uh, obviously this creature will... If we have how many here, they're going to grow and wreak havoc. But then again, they're a natural part of this ecosystem and equally deserve to be here. I say we make an omelet. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. There's a lot of eggs here. We make a big omelet. Uh, make a lot of money. We make a big a lot of omelet. I definitely know many, many, many people who would eggs? buy them. That's the concern. I don't want to eat these things. We yeah, definitely. Their there's I feel a, a little responsible this, for there's them. There's a level of responsibility. So, I mean, from one mother to another, of I course, can't just let them. Yes, completely understand. Uh, let's um, here. Let's sort of makeshift a how big are these eggs like are they like like hand or i guess my minotaur hand yeah they're fairly big i'm I'm kind of picturing them like the eggs in jurassic park i'll blow on the horn to call back my my horse artax and uh try to make like a little bit of a padded area on the toboggan try to wipe off the vomit <laughs> and then padded area on the toboggan Actually, we could toss sand on we'll... that that might help dry it out yes that's why no i rolled sand. rolled him in it no sound bloody everywhere uh, uh, and then i'll i'll kind of make it so like we can somehow comfortably get our human and gnome on there the human the gnome the clutch of eggs and the two heads the two heads will have like hooked to like saddlebags sort of thing uh, this is something i feel like i would have set up already Witcher since style. i like doing this that's true yeah, very much. Like, I, I get hired by the Alderman. All right, well, this is going to stink, and they're not going to let us back in. Uh, honestly, we could camp out in this cave. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Do you, and he looks over at Clay, very concerned, do you think you can make it until tomorrow morning? Well, you have to sleep at some point, right? I'm sure if I ration it out, I can... I can just about make till morning. We could just knock you out. You'd be unconscious the whole time, and then when you wake up, you drink the rest of your, your drink. I'm going to pass on that. Oh, all right. Because like I said, sleeping is how you get hangovers. Okay. Yeah, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll leave the carcass outside. I'll also gut it to, like, if anything's attracted to try to come eat us, it'll eat the carcass instead. Um, okay. And then bring the horse into the cave and just leave the clutch of eggs on the toboggan. Well, oh, I feel like I was cramming for exams. I feel horrid. I don't, you're not very used to sleeping out in a dirty cave, are you? I mean, I slept in that inn, and I feel like it was a little <laughs> bit comparable, but <laughs> not quite to this degree. I got a knot in my shoulder. It looked comfy. It was no, deceptive. There was, there was I tried it for a second, and then I just back the took out my night bedroll. And I felt like that made more sense. Then there was another... I don't even know what it was, a femur? Uh, so I think that was me. Oh, you know what? You're right, because it kept moving. <laughs> and I was like, don't be a skeleton, and... You know, 
You, you didn't think to wake us if it was a skeleton grabbing you from under a bed? Honestly, if the skeleton had already had me at that point, like, we were probably surrounded. So I just figured I'm either going to get sleep or we're going to die. Well, let's, uh, let's get the hell out of here, because honestly, it smells. Let's, yeah, this is awful. Yeah, let, let's get back to the end. Let's go bathe in their eternal river or whatever it's called. Not a word about fish remember. shit. Don't, no, it's way better than uh, this. Yes. Way better than this. Yes. I will take the fish Spray shit over down this. down this gnome. <laughs> <laughs> the garden hose on the side of the house. Put your thumb over it and just spray the gnome top. <laughs> you can't even go inside to take. Oh, a halfling! Bath. Sorry, dare you? you don't spray even know down your own this halfling. Listen, it's been a long day. I got hit with a strange concussive blast. All right, let's get out of here before anything else happens. You clamber onto your horse, and the makeshift sled behind it. It's a pretty easy journey back to town. Uh, you manage to make it back there before the sun is too high in the sky, though around midday it starts getting really hot. Oof. Are these eggs going to cook on their own? Honestly, if they do at that point, we'll sell them as a delicacy. I just want to get the hell out of this heat. Ew, like balloon? Yeah, lots of people have their own preferences. If that's what they want to eat, that's fine. That, the, okay, yeah, <laughs> you're right, you're right. I, you're right. You reach the front gate and... Much like yesterday, the same guard is standing there. Hello, we killed your beastie. Oh, hello. It's so wonderful to see you. I see that. My, that is impressive. Oh, and I'm sorry, Is are, are they injured? No, actually, I, I was the only one to take a few hits, but uh, other than a, a nodded shoulder and a bit of a bloody nose, I'm... I'm right as rain. I don't know if you actually get rain here. I'm good. <laughs> no, no, we don't. But uh, I have seen rain. It is wet. Um, uh, let me... Um, uh, I, I don't know how to bring this up, but your half-person, he, he does not look very... Um, he needs it's, a drink? Just, yes, uh, just to get me to the bar. It's yes, um, just well, motion yeah. sickness. Then uh, I will lovely not stand see, in your way. It's so good to see you again. I I was telling. Yes, I I was telling the missus about your penmanship. It's very impressive. Well, uh, I own uh, Last Choice Inn, which will be getting heavily renovated, pretty much the entire thing. Uh, but I'm also going to be uh, looking into this Order of Massam. Uh, we just did a little test. Uh, but uh, I- I'll be sure to stop by. We can have a little bit of chat. Uh, maybe have a-, a fun little calligraphy session. Oh, that would be delightful. I, I shall tell the missus. But-, but I have kept you long enough. Really, have a good day. You as well. On our way to the order, we'll make sure to grab a- enough alcohol <laughs> for the gnome. <laughs> I'll just go to the back and just... Uh, sorry, we'll grab enough alcohol for the halfling. Your brain is getting it wrong. I don't know why. When we get to the inn, I'm assu- is it like a? I'm assuming in a place like this, they'd be like a horse trough or something. I'll just put you underneath the keg and just pull the stopper and just watch. <laughs> I mean, I was just I'm, before before I go in, I was just gonna go up to the horse trough and just like dunk my head and swirl it around and come. It's like ah, clean. Certainly better. Let's get a drink. <laughs> The horses refuse to drink it. <laughs> A-trax is it like, goes from no. a nice clear color to a horrible dark gray. <laughs> Seriously. So after you have bathed and 
found some uh, sustenance. You clamber back onto your horse and sled and ride up the cliffside to the Order of Mason at the top of the cliff. You notice that the man you spoke with yesterday is wandering between some of the various buildings, talking to people. Um, he, he seems to be a little frantic from what you can see. You, big man, the one we spoke to yesterday who was obsessed with brooms and shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Your beast is dead, and we have its eggs. Oh, yes. I, you, are, you are back. I am... You are back. You don't seem very excited about that, considering you had a bunch of groups together. Yeah, it was a lot of effort. No, it is... It, yes, but... No, 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 please. Please, let me... I... You are the only ones to return. Well, did they all stay at the, the shady town outside? Because we didn't. <laughs> that probably was their first misstep. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, human trafficking, look into it. I do not know, but... We didn't see them when we were fighting the Chimera, so... This is, this is a thing? Yeah, what, why mean, did, did you leave did with this? Did they all go to the same place? <laughs> no, they, you all had various uh, tasks and quests and tests. Well, then I hardly think it's related. I just think they were a bit shit. Honest, honestly, I'm just gonna straight up say you have a group of shady criminals. Like, there's a criminal organization legally sitting outside your <laughs> gate that offers, and I use air quotes heavily, solace at night when people sleep. So, 100%, they're all just oh, in yeah. some cages. They got solaced hard. Yeah. You you bring up an interesting point. I should... I, I, I will bring that up with the masters. But, uh, oh, I'm so... You killed it. Yes. <laughs> it, yes. It hurt. <laughs> we I'm did. Not. It also wasn't particularly difficult. I don't know why you've been having so much trouble. I'd I say a, it like three times. Roughly 18 seconds. You probably should have hired us to get rid of those guys outside your gate. I mean, we can go and do that if you want. I'll just punch them a few times. That usually works. You are very impressive. I have a calligraphy class. <laughs> I'm sorry, is this is that going to be cutting into your, your time? You got more more important stuff than human trafficking. Yeah, into my me time. This is why. This is why I left. Well, honestly, <laughs> listen. Okay, yes, I I have me time that I need to do to to really bring myself back. But honestly, it's I'm just recharging this, all of this, and I'm just like focusing <laughs> all myself. And I, I, you, you talk about me doing things for this town. Look, we have an immortal <laughs> order that lives for like 800 freaking years. They can't go take out some hooligans I, sitting I outside like a gate. I have to remind you both. You've never been married. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I dear, apologize, too. I got heated. I, I turned I, to the big I turned to the big guy. It's the but I know I'm drunk, <laughs> but am I this drunk? Is this actually happening? <laughs> I do not know, but I... I, 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 I think you have a good family here. <laughs> I did not know at first, but if that... And I, I, I was going to say I grab him by like, the scruff, but I, gra I, grab, I grab him by his robes around his knee. He's like, we're not a family. Now, I, I know things have been rough, but listen, son. <laughs> I like spin around and point a wobble, like a waving finger at you, right? Oh. Knock that in the head. Over here. <laughs> so <laughs> close, darling. So like, close. Knock that in the head. He just needs some wine. <laughs> and a nap. He gets yeah. so fussy. Maybe this I'm a day. Pizza rolls. You're 
You're half a cow. I turned to Gavin. You're a man. Well, there we go. Half and half. You're set. That explains it. (laughs) Nailed it right on the head, like you said. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's just those recessive genes. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Well, I will... I will take your offer to the masters, to the elders, and perhaps we will have you uh, root out our troubles. But in the uh, meantime, please rest, uh, regain your strength, um, and uh, we should have your initiation uh, at the next full moon. That's in like 29 days. I mean, I, I just have one, just one, one, one question. Have you found the broom? Uh, yes, I, I believe so. Right, yes, yes, yes. What about the shoes? No, we got your shoes. You threw them away. Yes, yes, yeah, the, yeah. So ten right. seconds later. Never, <laughs> Never dear. Well, let's let's all go down for some brunch. And uh, I honestly, I I can say for a fact that this was a successful uh, successful family outing. <laughs> The three of you walk down the stairway on your way to the last choice for brunch. And as you're just about at the door to the inn, a figure walks up to you wearing a red robe and a mask. Oh, never going back there again. Glass city, my ass. Her hands are clasped before her. Her head is bowed. And she walks up to you and reaches up and places her hand on your shoulder. Oh, shit. No, I, I'm not interested. Wait, wait, wait. Here, Marty, might have the broom. I'm, I'm so sorry, but your son passed during the night. <gasps> he wasn't <gasps> your son. <laughs> I hold, <laughs> I hold Gavin. Gavin may or may not be crying actual tears into... I 100% Globius is crying. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Such a bright My future. There's so much ahead of him. Such a difficult uh, road to get here. Oh I feel like it's my fault. And she reaches down and tussles Clay's hair and tries to break him close to give him a, a, a consoling hug. <laughs> Touch me again, <laughs> you'll lose the hand. Don't mind him. He just lost his brother. He's at a difficult stage in life. You must understand. <laughs> I'm older than you. He's grieving in his own way. <laughs> what what, what oh age is <laughs> what age is uh, Globius? Probably like twenty seven. Like not very old. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be like forty. Oh, you're older than <laughs> <Yeah>. me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. A 40-year-old halfling. It doesn't matter how old you are, you can grieve your brother. It's okay to feel your feelings. He he literally, physically, (laughs) for so many reasons. Tears are a part of us. It's okay. For so many reasons, could not physically be my brother. I have never met the man before today. Don't push him out of your life because it's painful to have him in your heart. And I'll also point out that neither of either of you... (laughs) We must, we must look into the funeral, the the burial. We... I'm going to the bar. You do. What, do what are we going to say? With it. I just start walking <laughs> off to the bar. Thank you. you. Hear you hear from you hear from several feet down the road. He's literally a minotaur. The woman bows her head and says, "I will, I will leave you with your grief. If there's anything, thank you so much. If there's anything I can do, please tell me. Did do the milk of the poppy have him?" 
have him high as hell. <laughs> Please tell me he didn't feel it. Was he was he lit as fuck? Lit was as it a fuck. dope Wait. end? No. No. With the he tiny went, yeet. He went he went peacefully. The last yeet. Maybe oh, the most precious. <laughs> and I missed it. Always loved to yeet things across the room oh, his when he could stand. You just hear literally <laughs> screaming <laughs> coming from out the front of the bar. We. <laughs> she reaches up under her mask, and you can tell she's wiping her eye. And she says, "I, I should get back. I." Of course. You have such an important job. Thank you for looking out for our boy. Thank you for being there with him to the end. It was. It was my honor. (laughs) (laughs) And she walks away. (laughs) Of course, of course, we must. We must bring him back to the family home. He must be buried. He must, must be made proud. Not, not raised, not raised for sure. I'll I'll talk to the decromancers. That won't happen. Screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, let's go deal with our other son. We need to make sure that he's fine. It's this damn toxic masculinity. Ugh. Don't worry, we'll, we'll get through time. to his heart. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna take off after Clay. <laughs> yeah. Just Wiping his hand into the bar. <laughs> I, I think that is a beautiful place to end. Sorry about that. So, say if we wanted to do classic hold music, it also needs to include the, <laughs> or it needs to start three times as loud as the last yes, person you're definitely. speaking to. Yeah, and then pause where you think somebody's going to pick up, and it's and just, just the next Billy resume. Joel song. <laughs> no, then it's just like them screaming their coupon deals for you, and then it's Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're good. Brush the roads. That doo doo that the voodoo, moodoo, do, massa do so well.